Hey, my loves, it's your girl, Kira the Healer, and you are tuned into Mystic Mommy Podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to all of my listeners, those who tune in and tap in with me. Um, I appreciate it so much. I'm about to hit the two-year mark on this podcast. Um, I started this shit back in uh, late 2020 um, when I was going through my uh, dark night of the soul um, was really getting back in touch with my spirituality and healing myself. So the fact that I have so many people who actually tell, like I have people who tell me like, hey, I listen to your podcast and it resonates so much or, oh my God, I learned from you um, or like just really connecting with me. I fucking love y'all so much. And I'm so grateful um, to even be putting this content out there and having people who can relate to me on the soul to soul level. Because um, I appreciate all of you guys out there who actually taking the time to give your girl a listen. <laughs> Other than that, let's get into this. Enough of the mushy shit. I'm not finna make y'all cry. Um, let me turn my, sorry, my phone go off. Um, but I'm so appreciative of you all, all the listeners, all the followers on Instagram. If you're not following me, I am at mystic.mommy.healing on Instagram. I also have a TikTok. I'm Kira at Kira the Healer if you want to check me out. And I do reading readings on YouTube. So you can check me out on YouTube as well for a weekly reading um, as I do for the signs. And that is at Kira the Healer as well. Other than that, this episode, we are going to be talking about tantric, uh, tantric sex uh, or tantric intimacy, I apologize, and celibacy or abstinence, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we're going to be talking about those practices, those methods, and the importance of it is because this is something that I fucking adore and love so much as a practitioner of both celibacy um, and tantra. Celibacy is hard for your girl, okay? I'm going to say that I am someone who is very in touch with my sexuality, with my sensuality, with myself. So me being the person that I am is definitely a practice that's very hard uh, for me per se. Um, but at the same time, we're going to get into it because I have so much I want to talk about. I have so much I want to cover. But maybe me sharing this insight will have you. Oh, someone's ancestor is here right now. Someone has made an appearance in my room. Um, but sorry. <laughs> ancestors just love popping up. And especially when I'm asleep, I'll be trying to sleep. And next thing I know, I just feel or smell someone there. But someone just made an appearance. It was like an orb <clears throat> inside the room that just popped up. Anyway, celibacy and tantric intimacy, we're going to talk about that. So the meaning of tantra in Sanskrit means woven together. So tantra is not just about sex, but it's also about building intimacy, opening the eyes and the mind, building a strong relationship through intimacy. And intimacy is not, you know, just sex. I feel like whenever someone hears um, <clears throat> tantra, uh, immediately they start thinking like fucking, like we're talking about fucking. And we're not just talking about fucking, we're not, we're, we're not just talking about sex or intercourse. We're not just talking about that. We are also talking about intimacy, okay? Opening the eyes, the mind, building a strong relationship through intimacy. Um, Tantra allows you to develop and practice intimacy by showing trust and compassion and lust and understanding towards one another. The affection and flirtation, the passion and fire that we show to one another is a way that we show it. 
the desire and the heat that we build is a part of the tantric connection being woven together. And when you practice tantra, this isn't just uh, uh, this is a, a beautiful method of uh, connection with a partner, of course, right? Building that energy, that electricity, that heat between you and one of another, one and another. Um, but this is also between yourself. I, as an individual who went through a dark night of the soul, a disconnection in my spirituality where I felt disconnected from self, from my soul, from God, from the universe, from everything. And it's a pretty fucked up feeling to experience, to be so disconnected and so uh, torn apart from who you truly are. It's a really fucked up feeling, but Tantra and celibacy has allowed me to reunite myself with those parts of myself that were lost before. I know I talk a whole lot about healing the inner child and the astral twin. Your astral twin is your inner child. Um, she lives on in the heart. He or she lives in the heart chakra um, on the astral plane. And uh, I, I talk so much about being connected with them because if you are someone who experienced a lot of um, like trauma within your childhood, when you're disconnected from them and you lose your spirituality and you lose your sense of hope and life and you're misguided and you, you're just in this pit of despair and isolation, being disconnected from your astral twin is just a really fucked up situation to be in. I was able to reconnect with her, reconnect with myself and who I am as a being by practicing these methods, which is why I know you're like, oh, we're going on a tangent about healing the inner child. Yes, but I'm going to bring it back because we are going to talk about intimacy. We are going to talk about talk about Sandra, Tantra. <laughs> we are going to talk about intimacy. We're going to talk about Tantra. We're going to talk about celibacy and the importance of how it wound me to come back to connect it with myself, to my mind, to my body and my spirit. Okay. Um, I always talk about eating good, drinking tea, taking care of yourself, uh, <clears throat> good sexual hygiene, just good hygiene, uh, period, good spiritual hygiene, always taking salt baths and cleansing. Those are all good methods to protect yourself, protect your energy, meditating, of course. But tantra and celibacy are practices that you need to incorporate. Or if you're if you're really down for it, if you're really trying to commit to yourself and love yourself, those methods are two that you can really connect with your mind, body, soul, spirit, all of that. You are connecting with it and merging it, you're doing tantra, right? Woven together. You are connecting all of those and incorporating it in your daily life is going to heal you. It is going to work and it's going to heal you. I have to say these methods have worked for me. These methods are documented in books fucking thousand years, thousands of years ago because it works. <laughs> it works and it helps. Okay. Um, all right. I keep get, get going off on a tangent. I, that's going to happen in this episode. That's going to happen. That happens in all of my shit. If you listen to my all of my shit, I'm always going on a tangent. So here we go. Let me reel myself back in. But truthfully, here in America, um, I feel like my generation, my parents' generation, probably theirs before, I don't know, but I can only speak for mine and my parents' generation um, because those are the two that I experienced. I feel like we royally fucked up relationships. 
we don't understand intimacy and trust and how to build it with one of another as well, you know, within with one uh, one another as well as ourselves. Um, I, as an individual who previously I used to engage in random hookups and promiscuity, I can attest that I never experienced or knew what love or intimacy was because it was measured by sex pheromones or transactional services. And when I say transactional services, it was like, I will reciprocate what was given to me. I know y'all thinking like transactional services is like, are you talking about prostitution? I'm not necessarily talking about prostitution. Honestly, I, people be hating on prostitutes, but they, they make a lot of money. Okay. They make money. Um, you're doing this for free. So, you know, whatever I digress, but yes, transactional services. Uh, I, I hate when people bash sex workers because sex workers, it's, it's, it's your body. It's your choice. You do what you want to do with it. I don't feel like anybody should have a say or an opinion on that, but you know, I was someone who engaged in promiscuity by that. I, I really like to, I like to be into, or I like to sleep around with people. It wasn't a lot of people, but it was like, I had such a high sex drive, um, it was like a lot of energy that I could have been putting into something else, but instead I was wasting it and having sex with people who didn't deserve it. And it was like a transactional service. I felt like if if the way I would prove my love is I would have sex with you and that's how I show you my love. Vice versa, if somebody has sex with me, then I'm like, oh my God, they love me. That's why they're being intimate with me. And it's like, no dummy, that's not what it is. That's you know, we royally fucked it up. We we took the intimacy and the the actual um, love and appreciation uh, out of sex and relationships, and we turned it into something that was transactional. We turned it into like, okay, if you have sex with me, I have sex with you, or whatever the case is. We we never have attached it, or sometimes we attach it with the word love, and that's not what love is. Love is not sex. Sex is sex having a spiritual connection and having sex with someone is completely different than just fucking or just having sex with someone. If you get like, if you catch my drift, if you get, if you get what I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm cursing so much too. I realize this is, you know, my throat chakra is very open for this episode because I've been writing this for weeks now and I was so excited to talk about this, but Tantra isn't just sex though. It's a deep spiritual connection that you share with someone. It's a bond that you create between two individuals. And how to practice a tantra. This can be practiced with a partner. This can be practiced with yourself, but it is something that I recommend you do every day. You include it every day. You don't have to include every single practice every single day. Sorry, I just got a yawn. Um, And I'm going to take a a sip of my tea, calm myself down. I feel like so excited to talk right now because I've been really wanting to talk about this, but you can truly connect with your mind, body, and soul. Really bring yourself back to where you need to be by practicing soul gazing, yoga, especially kundalini yoga, um, yin yoga really does it for me. It builds that sensu that sensuality within me. It really brings it out. It builds up the heat. It builds up the passion, the fire. Every time I do yin yoga, um, I like to look in the mirror when I do yoga. I like to look at myself in the eyes when I'm doing yoga. I hear people talk all the time, like they laugh, like when people go to the gym and they're like looking at themselves in the mirror 
while they're working out. I love looking at myself in the mirror, not when I'm working out, but when I'm doing like yoga, doing something very sensual and slow, dancing, okay, all kinds of dancing. I love looking at myself when I dance, um, moving my hips. I like to do like, you know, whether you're doing cumbia or bachata or you're doing uh, something that's a little bit more slow or sensual. I really like to get into that. Even if you're doing something fast like samba, I feel like dancing is another way of building the heat, of building the passion within yourself. Um, like I said, looking in, your, in the mirror while you're doing that really builds up the sensuality. Um, dancing and in any sensual, sexual manner so that you are bringing out this. And that's the thing. I feel like a lot of us are so uncomfortable with talking about sex. We're so uncomfortable with with looking at ourselves, with really appreciating ourselves, looking in the mirror and admiring who the fuck that person is staring back at you and knowing that that person is the fucking shit. We have been so disconnected as a society with, you know, women botching our bodies, no shade, no shade at all to people who want to get work done, that is your soul. If that is what you feel truly in your heart, that's what you do. But I do feel like society has really made women want to botch their bodies and fuck their image up and and mold them to be people that they are not. Um, Just simply because we're opening our phone every day and we're hopping on social media and we're seeing that shit. And it's literally because people are imposing their viewpoints on us. And it makes us feel insecure. It makes us feel like feel like we have to do something to fit the image of others. And that's why tantra, celibacy, dating yourself is really something that helps you build back your confidence, your sexuality, your power, that that solar plexus power. It builds it the fuck up. Okay. Um, so like I said. Uh, soul gazing, yoga, kundalini yoga, yin yoga, meditating, dancing, um, especially like doing like Afrobeat dancing, uh, cumbia, merengue, any any kind of style of dancing, um, heart chakra exercises. You can do this. Like I said, all of this can be done with a partner. It can be done by yourself, okay? You literally put your hand over your heart chakra, or if you're with a partner, you put your hand over their heart chakra, they put their hands over yours, and then you would put your hand over their hand, and they would put their hand over your hand, and you take deep breaths, and you really focus on the heat and the energy building up within your heart chakra, um, space. You can also do breath work, you know, prana, uh, prana work where you're taking deep inhales and exhales and you're focusing all your energy in that sacral chakra area. Massages, that's something great you can do with your partner because it's something that's sensual. It's something that it'll, it'll arouse you. It'll arouse your partner, but you're not, you're building up and you're not less necessarily getting that release. And I think as a society, that's one thing is we're always trying to find short-term pleasure. We need that release um, and we need to learn to be patient and disciplined. These practices are disciplined practices. It really, really gets you to focus on yourself, mind, body, and soul. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not the end result with uh, Tantra. It's about staying in the moment and building the electricity and fire, whether it's within or with your partner, with each other, okay? Um, That's what Tantra is about. It's not about the release, okay? Okay. Um, a lot of the times we find pleasure, uh, 
I'm sorry, a lot of the times we find love and pleasure within ourselves, but when do we actually find the time? Um, I'm sorry, we find the the love and pleasure. Why am I about, like why am I butchering this up? Girl, get it together. A lot of the times we find love and pleasure within others, but when do we actually time to find it within ourselves? And that's, you know, true love and pleasure and joy comes from within. And most of us feel that this is like an outside experience when you feel love and joy. Um, I feel like this is something I ask when I do my healing sessions with my clients um, or with even if I'm just talking to somebody who's coming to me for like advice or just like, you know, Kira, um, I've been, my energy been feeling off or whatever the case is. And they're talking to me and they're trying to get advice or whatever the case is. And I'm like, okay, when's the last time you looked in a mirror and told yourself, I love you or told yourself like, yo, you're fucking beautiful. And people are looking at me like I'm crazy. And they're like, what? And I'm like, when's the last time you did that? And they're like, I don't do that. And I'm like, you don't do that. And they're like, no. And that's weird. And I'm like, it's weird to tell yourself that you love yourself. And they're like, pause. And it's like, yeah, like it's weird to tell yourself that you love yourself. It's weird to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, yo, you're fucking beautiful. It's weird to be intimate with yourself. It's weird. Why is it weird? Why are you so uncomfortable with yourself? And it's pause. Like people don't really have the answer for that. And I understand why because it's scary. Intimacy with ourselves is scary because we're so busy seeking it within other people. We're so busy trying to look for it within other people. We're busy chasing love and joy and happiness. It's 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 something that's temporary when we find it in other people, but it's eternal when we find it within, okay? Internally, it's eternal. So that's another thing. Affirmations. I wake up, of course, in the morning. I wake up. I thank my guides, my ancestors for protection, for allowing me to see another day, allowing me to breathe, blah, blah, blah. But I also take the time to look in the mirror and I look at myself and I say, you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are capable of anything and you are worthy of all that is positive and abundant that is coming your way. I say these things to myself and I look at myself while I do it because I know it's true. I know I'm happy. I know I'm loved. But most importantly, all of these things, I know I'm loved and I'm and I'm happy because of me, not because of outside people, uh, situations, anything that's external going on. It's all within. When everybody else be feeling fucked up on the outside, I know that I, I at the end of the day, I have my own back. I'm going to be there for myself. And that's something that everyone should take in these practices. You should know that at the end of the day, you will always be there for you. Practice loving yourself. Practice showing yourself you appreciate yourself. Practice showing yourself like you are important. Your body, your mind, your soul, all of that has gotten you to where you are currently. Why are you treating it so negatively? That's this. That was one thing that I had an issue with. I was so, um, I apologize. They're gonna, there's gonna be a little break in that. Um, as I had a, a slight interruption, but I'm gonna get back into it. Okay. Um, and I want to talk about celibacy. So I'm sorry, like, if I like jumped, 
you know, the conversation or the topic, I was, it was just a quick interruption and I lost my train of thought. So I apologize. Um, but I want to get into celibacy because we, I talked a lot. I talked 20 minutes about tantrics, uh, tantra and bucking and whatever the fuck. So let's get into celibacy. Okay. And now I feel like celibacy is such an important practice. Don't get me wrong, okay? Celibacy is not a one-size-fit-all. It's not for everyone. Understandable. I get it. However, anyone that's going on a healing journey, especially those who suffered from sexual trauma and or abuse, this is a practice that I recommend to help you clean your womb out, to clean your spirit out um, from carrying all that trauma. And I know I say womb, you're automatically thinking woman, but this is for men too. This is for trans men and women. Um, So don't feel like you're being left out because this is all a practice that anyone can do, okay? Um, And it's not just for those who are victims of sexual assault or abuse. I'm sorry, that is a trigger warning. I'm sorry I didn't say that before. I usually do say it, but I'll make sure I put the warnings in the tag in the description box so that you're able to, you know, know ahead of time. Because I do talk about a lot of triggering shit inside of my um, episodes or inside of my recordings. But um, yeah, Uh, celibacy allows you to give your break give your body and soul a break from all that you've carried, all the trauma, all the abuse. This allows you to focus on yourself and not others. It really allows you to get in touch with who you are, okay? A lot of people don't understand that sex is an energy exchange, okay? I covered an episode, I feel like a while back in season one on sex magic. You will understand money and sex are energy, I know a lot of people will argue with me on this, but hear me out. Sex and money are frequencies. They're energy. If you are on a frequency of without, of feeling poor, of not feeling poor, of feeling um, insecure, unstable, or unstable of your situation, you, which I had a lot of root chakra damage. I've always had financial issues. Well, in the past, I've had a lot of financial issues because of my root chakra damage. It seemed like as soon as I would get the money, it would go. Um, It's because the energy that I was putting out into the universe, I was always without. So when I would get my money from someone you know, you work, you get your money. I would hold on to that money because now I feel like I can't spend it because this is all that I have. Okay. I'm not trying to say, Hey, you know, you go crazy. Just go spend whatever the fuck you have. Just go ahead and blow that shit, you know, blow a bag. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is if you spend happily knowing that it's going to come right back to you times 10, I bet you that bitch come back to you times 10, uh, times 10. I promise you sex and money is all energy. Sex can be used to manifest money. Sex can be used to manifest a house. Sex can be used to manifest anything. Sex is so fucking powerful, which is why we have these practices of celibacy and tantra, because sex is power. I correlate sex with the sacral chakra and the solar plexus. That's where that energy lies, okay? because it is so fucking strong. And we take, we as a society take 
the energy of sex as such it's, it's just we're just willing to give that energy away so easily uh, just because someone says they love you just because someone said they they're horny or they just want to be with you or you know you're a section you're just an attractive person we are so easy to give that up and to exchange that energy with someone because of um a lot of it has to do with colonization you know a lot of us who have indigenous ancestors or come from old world countries um we know the importance of sex we know energy we understand energy but a lot of people use that um, energy in a negative manner. And then we wonder why we have all this trauma. We have ancestral trauma we're passing down. Um, and it's literally because of shit like that, of people not understanding the importance or abusing the power of sex, abusing the power um, of just the energy, okay, of the frequency of sex, of... Um, yeah. Anyway, if you do want to check that episode out, it is, I think it's in season one, it's on sex magic, but um, I've literally used sex to manifest uh, a house before. I've used, it's it's literally a very powerful practice, okay? Which is why celibacy, okay, holding on to that power, being in control of that power, of the impulses and the human impulses and urges that we feel when we want to fuck somebody, when we want to have sex with someone, when we feel the, the pheromones and the connection with someone, the chemistry that's going on when you meet someone, that you're really attracted to, celibacy allows you to hold that power and it builds not only just your confidence and your self-esteem, but it really, really heals, okay, that solar plexus and that sacral chakra energy because you are holding your power and you're not giving it to someone else. You're not giving that energy to someone else because you are withholding it for yourself, okay? Um, like I said, sex is an energy exchange. Money, sex, frequencies, okay? Energy. Um, however, understand that when you lay with someone, you are taking their soul ties, you're taking their pain, you're taking their parasites, you're taking their demons, their entity attachments, all with you and as a woman in you, okay? You might notice sometimes you might, you know, you could fuck someone and the next day you're depressed, feeling lonely, feeling unworthy. And it's just like, it could be, you know, as a person, you're like, well, I was okay yesterday and now I'm feeling off. Yeah. Cause you lay with someone who dumped all of their fucking mental trauma onto you, my love. Okay. That's exactly what happened. You, um, you might feel exactly what that person was feeling and they dumped it all on you because you exchanged that energy with them. You, you allowed them to do that. You welcomed them in. Um, and at to, you know, to be productive, um, to what I'm saying, I recommend salt baths to remove and cleanse negative energies and parasites. You could also do Olympia de Huevo or de Limon. I use it as a vessel, um, or I use them as a vessel to cleanse and clear. I personally don't use Huevo, um, because, uh, I'm a vegan. <laughs> so, uh, we don't have eggs in the household. I would if we had eggs in the household, but we don't. So I use, uh, Limon. So I use it as a vessel when I'm done. I, you know, you can, um, I've heard you can bury it, but because you're cleansing an entity attachment, unless you're clearing that entity um, or given to the archangels to transmute, I work with Archangel Raphael for transmission, um, I wouldn't necessarily bury it. I would just toss it, um, get rid of it away from your property so it doesn't come back. <laughs> 
Um, but be careful, okay? A lot of people are not aware that, you know, sex is an energy exchange. And because that's, you know, they're, they're disconnected spiritually. They're harboring all the pain and the parasites. Some people are using sex as a tool to cope, okay, with the pain, um, to really... It's like when people talk about sex addiction, people think it's, oh, because I'm addicted to sex because I like fucking. Don't get me wrong. It's human nature. We we like to fuck. We like to have sex. We like to feel the pleasure. Um, but those who are addicted to sex are using sex as a method either to get something that they want or to fill a void of emptiness that they are feeling. Um, of feeling incomplete and they are passing it down to you. And it's unfortunate because you have to protect your energy. You have to be mindful of who you decide to be with, who you decide to sleep with, who you decide to share your energy with, because they can be taking your light, their light from you, baby. They can be taking your happiness and your joy, and they're giving you all of their demons and their entities and their parasitic attachments and their trauma and their abuse. And, you know, the childhood trauma, the mommy issues, the daddy issues, then they're passing all that shit off to you, baby, because you've laid with them and you're exchanging that energy with them. Okay. Celibacy is an important practice because it's a use of spiritual protect protection as well. Not allowing every and anyone to access your energy. Okay. Not everyone is deserving of you and your light. So don't let them dim it and don't, you know, allow them to attach negativity to it, my love. Celibacy has really helped me with like healing my womb as well, as well as learning to love myself like truly unconditionally love myself. Like I love you now until eternity kind of love. That's the kind of love that I have for myself is the kind that makes me look in the mirror and smile at the being that's looking back because I'm so fucking infatuated with her just looking back like, yes, baby, that kind of love where I get butterflies just looking at myself because I just love who I am. Like I really appreciate who I am. I appreciate my body for getting me where it's at. I appreciate um <laughs> I appreciate everything about me, like my hair, my skin, my toes, my stomach, my stomach that's carried a child and birthed a child and birthed a man. Okay? The stretch marks on my body that has helped, you know, create the space to help me birth that man. Um I appreciate every single ounce of me because I learned to hold my power and not give it to those who are undeserving and truly give it to the one person that is deserving of it, which is me. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was definitely a journey for me because I had like a lot of trauma that occurred in my life. You can listen to my episodes, y'all. Like, this is your first episode. You listen to it, like your girl went through some shit. Okay. So sexual trauma, especially. Um, it took a long time for me to clear up the image and release myself from the shackles, the prison, the box that I had subjected myself to for so many years. Um, that being like, you know, sex was the only important thing that I had to offer or to get my way or to get someone to want to be with me. I use sex as like a trade-off. It was transactional. I thought, you know, if I'm in a relationship with you, like I have to have sex with you for you to stay. Like that's the only way I'm going to get you to stay is if we have sex. I know you're like, what? There's probably some people out there who's like, what? That's what I was taught. 
that's what I was taught. That's what I was told. That is literally what people have told me. That's what men have told me. The person that I, the person out, my first, I guess that's what we, my first told me that. Like, that's what women do. Like, we have sex with men so that they can stay. Iron, like, the ironic part was he cheated on me still. So regardless, <laughs> I knew that wasn't the only thing that I had to offer. <laughs> but I allowed so many broken people to be with me. And I tried using sex as well as a tool of consolation when I had um, no right trying to fix damaged people when I was damaged goods myself, okay? Um, as a healer, like I said, sex is an energy exchange. I did not fully understand my power and my energy that I had. I, I knew I was different as a kid. I knew I was different as a teenager. I knew I was different into, you know, early adulthood and going further into adulthood. I knew I was different. I knew I could, I, I knew I was good at helping people. I'll say it that way. Now I confidently stand my ground when I say I'm Kara the Healer because I heal, baby. Okay. I fucking heal hands on, hands off. I heal. Okay. I turn people's tears that they cry into smiles of happiness and had to have someone like hug me or tell me like, yo, like, I appreciate you so much for what you do. I heal, baby. I did not understand that back then, um, that I, the consolation that I would try or trying, you know, trying to console someone through sex, um, to make them feel better, whether that's, they're getting their pleasure from it. Um, them pitying me into giving myself into, into, you know, into them. It was because they saw my light, they saw my energy and they wanted a piece of it, um, to make them feel better. And I would give it to them because I wanted to heal them. I wanted to console them. I wanted them to know that they weren't alone. But little did I know, okay, I was taking on a whole shit ton of fucking drama with me. That took years for me to heal, okay? So zero out of 10, I don't recommend that you do that. I recommend that you reserve your energy um, and really connect with yourself on a soul-to-soul level, okay? Um, but... Um, like I said, trying to fix, you know, people when I was damaged goods, um, trigger warning, but after I was sexually assaulted, um, the first time it really like lowered my value and, you know, skewed the image that I had painted of my reality as I was taking on the demons and pains and parasites of other people. It was a painful time, but being separated from others physically sexually. It taught me who I am and what I'm doing on my journey and where I am. And I learned to pleasure myself, not just sexually, but sensually. Okay. Like, let me turn that back. I pleasure myself, not sexually. Okay. Sensually. I turn myself on. Like I'm attracted to me, the way I talk, the way I move, the way I flirt, my features. And that's because of celibacy. I find pleasure in me. I find joy in me. I hold on to that energy and me being in control of my power does something for me. Like it, it lets me feel like, okay, I'm the shit. I'm in control of who the fuck I am. People can see that too. 
because your energy starts to radiate and people start to see that people start to look and you walk into a room and people are turning heads people are looking at you and they're like it's something about this person okay and you don't you can you don't have to be the most attractive person in the world okay physically attractive i'm very uh different okay i'll definitely say that i'm different i'm very alternative in my style i have locks i have tattoos on my face i dress different okay just very alternative, very different. But when I walk in a room, you know, I'm not walking in there looking like no Victoria's Secret model. I walk in there confidently. I can be fully clothed and people still notice like something about her. Like you're radiating, you're glowing. That's because I have my power. I'm in control with myself. I'm in control of my power. Okay. This practice of celibacy has allowed me to fall ahead over heels in love with myself. And I use methods of tantra as well with it, such as soul gazing at myself and repeating mantras in the mirror as I look at myself. I also take warm sensual baths to really like cater myself. You can do things like that. Like, you know, whether you're going to get a pedicure, a manicure, cook a nice intimate dinner for yourself, candlelight dinner for yourself, something that is going to celebrate you who you are because you're deserving and you're worthy of everything that life has in store for you for everything that the universe has in store for you. You are worthy and deserving of it all, my love. Okay. And that is another part of celibacy is the practice of catering to you and solely to you. You get to date yourself and truly see the good, bad, and ugly sides of it all. Um, shit, I've, I balanced out my moon cycles. I healed my, like my moon cycles doing celibacy because I was allowing people to come into me and they're knocking shit off. My moon, my, my cycle is, you know, it's, it's going with another moon cycle. It wasn't going before I was, you know, cycling with the new moon when I should be cycling with the full moon. And it was just like off because I just was allowing people to come in and do whatever the fuck and then just leave. And it's like, kind of like, I had to figure this shit out again. And re I was just so disconnected from my body, like so disconnected. I can't even explain it, but I did like manage to uh, balance out my moon cycle as well as like figure certain shit out. Like when I'm ovulating, I'm like a cat in heat. Okay. I, it's crazy because I thought, you know, I didn't know I was not the only one. Like I started noticing like around that time, like, fuck, I'm ovulating. And that's when I feel like, oh my God, like everything just turns me on. And it's just, yeah, it's because you're ovulating, baby girl. That's why you feel that way. <laughs> and I, I also figured out like, I can feel when I'm ovulating. Um, because I was so disconnected with my mind, body, and myself, they were like two, my mind, my, my body and my spirit were two completely different entities existing on two different planes. Okay. That's how out of touch I was because of me allowing other people, their thoughts, their emotions, how they feel, how they speak, everything, everything about that person was just being dumped onto me and I had to deal with it. Celibacy allows me to disconnect from other people and reconnect with myself on a soul, soul level, on an intimate level, on a physical, mental, spiritual connection. I'm in control of me and my power. Don't get me wrong. Celibacy is hard as fuck. As fuck. But I do recommend it for those who feel out of tune, out of touch. Of course, those, like I said, who are uh, victims of sexual assault. But it's hard, but I do recommend it for those who feel out of touch or out of tune, like you haven't been feeling like yourself, um, who those especially who haven't been able to look themselves in the mirror and fucking say, I appreciate you so much for all that you got me through. Like, 
I love you so fucking much. If you know those who are unable to look in the mirror and smack themselves on the ass, I smack myself on the ass every single day because I know I'm that bitch. I am. I'm so happy. I'm so I'm so happy with who I am, with who I've become, like with the person that I am standing here today. I just feel like happy and whole. And you should too. You are deserving of that. You are deserving of all the happiness, of all of the good things that are coming your way, my love. And I want you to be able to look into the mirror at your own fucking self and say, I fucking love you so goddamn much. And when you say it, you're not crying. You're not quivering. Your lips ain't quivering. You ain't shaking to say it. Your voice ain't cracking to say it. You looking at yourself and you're fucking laughing and you're smiling and you're happy and you can see the joy in your eyes and your face when you say, I fucking love you so goddamn much. And I appreciate you for all that you've done for me. Hello. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to end the episode here. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Like I said before, I appreciate everybody who tunes in who listens to me, what the fuck I got to say. I'm going to leave my information in the description box if you want to follow me on Instagram or TikTok, as well as YouTube. Um, Other than that, like I said, I don't know what I would do without y'all. Keep loving yourself. Keep appreciating yourself. And I hope you guys start to do some of these methods if you're not doing them as yet. Um, as it's something to really get you in touch deeply with your spirituality, babes. But other than that, I love you all so much. You will hear from me soon. Bye. Hey, it's your girl, Kira the Healer, and I'm just coming to you really quick, just in case you need my contact info. I can be reached on Instagram at mystic.mommy.healing, or um, you can hit me up on Gmail, which is shakira.the.healer at gmail.com. I am always open for readings, so you can book me through there. Um, Other than that, I really do appreciate you guys supporting me and um, giving me the time of day to even speak and have a platform. I hope you guys enjoy the episodes and I will continue to um, upload some more. So I have a lot coming to you for this season. I really do want you guys to keep tuning in and listening because shit's about to get fucking good and it's about to get real. Um, Other than that, though, I hope you guys have a good day, evening, night, whatever time it is you're listening to it, and you'll hear from me soon.